Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through Apple Podcasts, Rumble, Spotify, and YouTube. Today we continue in our study of the book of Genesis. We're in chapter 27, verses 1 through 4, which reads, Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see that he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son. And he answered him, Here I am. Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me. And make me savory food, such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat that my soul may bless you before I die. That's Genesis chapter 27, verses 1 through 4. Today we transition into Genesis chapter 27, which reveals the idea that deception, sin, pain, and evil will never nullify the purposes of God in our lives. In fact, Deception, sin, pain, and evil actually succeed in making God's gracious purposes come to pass. If our faith in the God of the Bible is shaken because we think God is wrong in allowing these unwanteds into our world, then we will struggle trusting him with every detail of our lives. What we think of God and his relationship with deception, sin, pain, and evil will shape the way we respond when these knock on our door. Today's passage clearly shows us that God's relationship with deception, sin, pain, and evil isn't reactionary, but purposeful. God uses evil to push forward his purpose of blessing the world. The sinful scheming of man, in some cases, actually leads to the fulfillment of God's promises because God is ultimately sovereign over everything. In Genesis 27, we will see that God's promises move forward through the scheming, the sinful scheming, of even godly people. In verse 1 of today's passage, we read, Now it came to pass... When Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son, and he answered him, Here I am. Many ask why God allowed deception to come into existence in the first place. Deception, evil, pain, and sin will never nullify the purposes of God. All of these were allowed, not caused by God, but allowed by God because God gave man a free will. And without a free will, there is no involvement of the heart in the choice. If there is no involvement of the heart, then there is no love. In the case of Jacob and Esau, as at many other times in the Bible, Jacob's deception came about to meet God's purposes which he spoke of even before their birth in Genesis 25. This means that both the deceived 
and the deceiver are the Lord's. And in the end, his plans will come to pass exactly as they should. The only difference between the deceiver and the deceived is our ultimate reaction to God when he confronts us on our sin. Throughout the scriptures, we see that those who admit their sin find forgiveness from God. Since Joseph was 30 when he stood before Pharaoh, that means that he was about 39 when Jacob came to Egypt. And Jacob was right around 130 years old at that time. When Joseph was born, Jacob was about 91, which was after he had spent 14 years in Padan Aram. That means that Jacob and Esau were 77 at this time, and it makes Isaac 136 years old. Today's passage took place about the year 2245 BC, and it was 61 years after Abraham died. In verse 2 of today's passage, we read, Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Here is Isaac, stuck in his tent with bad eyesight, and he undoubtedly believed his days were coming to a close. This is the way life is when we encounter a change in our health. Since he was reminded that his time on this earth was limited, Isaac desired to put his house in order even though his death was more than 40 years away. When we do not live our lives in reference to eternity, we truly do not live at all. In light of eternity, we do well to keep our focus on God's kingdom. For this is why we are on this earth at this moment. We must do all we can to spread the good news of the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We must be wise to make the most of every opportunity that comes our way because the days are truly evil. The older we all become and the more we see sin advance in this world, the more we should be convinced that our hope is only in the Lord Jesus. In John chapter 16 and verse 33, we read, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. In verses 3 and 4 of today's passage, we read, Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and make me savory food such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. In light of the fact that Isaac was the patriarch of an entire camp with dozens of servants, many warriors and their families, and that Isaac owned thousands of animals of every kind, he called for his 70-year-old son, Esau, and asked him to hunt game for him. There was more involved here than just a venison stew. Notice the phrase, make me savory food such as I love. There is inherent in a parent, especially as we approach the end of our lives, the desire that our children return to us the love and care that we have all their lives given to them. Such was Isaac's desire. Isaac desired 
that Esau would return the love that he had expressed to him through the years, especially through hunting, killing, and cooking game on his behalf. Like father, like son. This is a case that the temporal was the enemy of the eternal. You will remember that the reason Esau lost his birthright in the first place was his great desire for the stew that Isaac had made earlier. Isaac seemed to have no idea of the shallowness in the soul of his son. The Lord Jesus said to all of us in Matthew 16, For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? I close with a quote from Jim Elliott, one of the missionaries, on January 8, 1956, who gave his life for Christ in the jungles of Ecuador. He said, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.